I have full confidence in you guys that you're going to be totally ready in about 10 <laughs> seconds when I hit the intro button. <laughs> nice. That's fair because I'm going to I'm going to throw it to you and you're going to tell us where to go. So. so fucking What is up, everybody? It's the Fantasy Football Breakdown Podcast. I want to say it's episode 190. It's somewhere around there. It doesn't matter. It's another lunch date edition, and this time it's a Friday. What up, y'all? What I is the up? I said y'all. I am Swagzilla Zero G. Zero G. Breaking it down. There's another laughing guy we, back there. We brought Mike yeah. back in. <laughs> He's got no gravity now. Mike, There's yeah, nothing we, there to hold him down anymore. The He's third mic has, yeah, that's just it. It's all up from here. You guys messed up with that zero G shit. <laughs> I, I don't know that I messed up, man. I'm going to put like some put, swagger on that, motherfucker. I feel like I pushed you right where I wanted it to go. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I get the I get the anti-gravity joke, and, and it's good. Boom. Very nice. <laughs> so Mike hasn't been on forever, as, as any listener should know. Unless you're new, this is the third Mike. He is the godfather of the board vets. Um, been a huge part of the show in the past, but but he hasn't been here in a while. He's been friggin' busy. Um, blah, 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 blah. Mike, it's your <laughs> first time in the Scott Fish Bowl. I don't want to make this all Scott Fishy throughout the whole show because I know a lot of listeners um, maybe getting a little bit sick of that and the strategies that we're using for that. But congratulations, first of all, getting into the Scott Fish Bowl. Hey, thanks. I, I was pretty geeked. Um, <laughs> what what toy are you, and what pick do you have? <laughs> I'm the nerdiest of toys. Uh, I, I'm in the Magic the Gathering division, and I have... Uh, but you I loved have, that toy, right? Uh, you know what? When I was a kid, I was way into it. So Nerd. Um, yeah, it's all right. Um, and I hear nerds <laughs> make the word go, girl, uh, world go around, so you know what, what are you going to do? But I have pick 11. So, uh, and I'll, I'll say in my group, like the pick 11 group has been pretty tight. Like they've, they've been a good group of peeps so far. So yeah, it, it seems like most people are pretty cool. You know, made mm-hmm. a lot of people. Do you have a, um, chat for your, your division yet? Uh, we do. It started off really strong and, and it's, uh, it's slowed down a little bit, but I imagine it's going to pick back up as we get a little bit closer. Nobody cool. wants to talk inside your division right now. There's no right. reason to throw strategy in there. So well, I've had did. to check myself to make sure I was in the correct group. Like I'm yes. like a 101. Am I in 101 or am I? I'm in Toy Story Toys. So <laughs> I've I, done I that have, too. I've done that too. I always have to make sure. Like, cause... oops, I almost told my whole division what I was going to do on this turn. <laughs> just, just kidding. Nobody look at what I just wrote. <laughs> <laughs> delete, delete, delete. Got you guys. <laughs> um, Mike, uh, who are you in? Anybody in your division that you recognized? Um, oh, crap. You asked me super fast. Nobody in my division. Um, Mike, definitely people. Is yeah. there anybody in your division that oh my you God, recognize? Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, nobody in my division, but definitely in uh, the eleven pick spot. There's definitely plenty of people, but of course, you know that's a larger pool of people, so mm-hmm. the chances expand. Nevertheless, no. super exciting. Do you have yeah. any strategies that you're you're taking with you and the one eleven? 
<sighs> I mean, currently sitting at 11. I, I've been doing, I've been going through one of Hoag's mocks, so shout out to him for having those. Um, and um, we're in round five. The guy before me, uh, like at pick 10, has been letting it time out every time, which has been pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> it's, oh, it's been... Hogue has to love that. Yeah, well, <laughs> like it was funny because he was on the clock before the timeout stopped for for nighttime last night, and then it's it started up again, and then it was another four hours before I could pick again. I, I had my pick ready to go, just sitting in there. Uh, but uh, I've been targeting running backs um, pretty heavily, and uh, I picked up a QB. Um, in round one, I picked up Russ at 11. I thought it was a pretty good deal. Um, and then I've just, I've kind of been trying to see how far wide receivers can fall before I think it's disgusting. That's, that's kind of what I'm trying to figure out right now. Definitely, definitely throws a little wrench in knowing you have to start three, but we see everybody fade them. So, mm-hmm. like most drafts, you got to kind of look and see what actually matters when it comes down to it. Cause you can fade them all you want to, but when you get down to it and you have a bunch of wide receiver fours and fives, and you're putting them in at your one, two, and three spot each week. That's going to be tough to win, too, I think. No, I get it. And I, I'm getting to the point where the next time it comes around, like, I, I have to pick one. So Maybe not necessarily just in this format, but, but to you both, because it's only half oh, sure. PPR. Like, uh, are, do you find yourself maybe wanting to target more, maybe not boom-bust guys, but, you know, guys that have a, a larger, um, you know, like, yards per catch, you know, some of those higher ones? Where you think, yeah, maybe it's not as many catches, but most catches are going to get is going to have a first down attached to it because of the yardage mm-hmm. total. Mm-hmm. Or do you find yep. yourself? I guess Jarvis Landry is going to be a bad example coming off the hit, the hip. But are you finding yourselves maybe gravitating more towards possession type receivers like a Tyler Lockett or Jarvis Landry just for the safety of the half point PPR? Hmm. So th- that's a tough one it's for me to answer, like you, especially I mean, once yeah. you dug into the wide receivers. I mean, because for me personally, and I, you guys knowing me, I, I don't think you'll dispute this, but I don't imagine myself taking a wide receiver in the first six rounds. And, and, I would and say some of that year, is because of scoring. To what, 10? Yeah. Maybe 10 or something like that. You were super late last I, I think, year uh, when you took your first wide receiver. Yeah, I think I was like second to last like yeah. person to take a wide receiver. Like There's one person before me that... Um, I didn't even know I was doing it, but then once he took an, a wide receiver, it ended up being, like, the longest wait, you know? Right. Um, and, and honestly, like, I, I got lucky, and my team didn't do that bad. Like, I did better in Scott Fishbowl last year than the year before. I think I was mm-hmm. – I, I would have to look back, but I think I was within the top 200 to 250. And Yeah, you were up there for sure. So um, it, it kind of worked, but, I mean, I, that was taking, like – I'd have to look at my team again to, so don't put this on stone. But that was taking the guys like Metcalf, McLaurin, um, Shark. You know, guys that even at that point I was, I was a little bit more into than some, and had a little too much rookie fever. I I also believe that I had probably the youngest team in Scott Fishbowl last year. I don't see that happening this year. Um, I'll probably that, be targeting is- like Keenan Allen. Why don't you think, Mr. Rookie Fever, why don't you think that'll happen this year? Do you not believe in the rookie's immediate impact, or is it price cost involved this year on, on doing that? Um, no, I think I can wait and still like get some of those rookies down there, but with with no camp this year, and I mean, the rookies going in, we're not going to... All I have is this, my absurd opinions in my head. We don't even have like 
preseason sure. or camp to look at at this point, you know, and, and I know we didn't have that last year, like preseason while we were drafting the Scott Fishbowl, but we don't have anything Excuse to look at. Um, I, I was slowly falling in love with like McLaurin and Metcalf going into it. Nikhil Harry too much. Um, mm-hmm. I, I have guys I like like that. And, um, but I think they're everybody's same guys, kind of like the guys we, think stand a chance of hitting like the Justin Jefferson's they're maybe not the highest praised dynasty asset but a lot of us have them pegged as players that will hit this year or could hit this year more Mm -hmm. than some of the other rookies we may like more for their future but like the the Chenault's the Justin Jefferson's um a little interested in Henry Ruggs with Carr but um so some of those guys where I think they have an opportunity, I feel like more eyes are on this year. And I think it's because of those like three or four wide receivers that had those 800 plus yard seasons last year. So because of this tournament and, and again, I, I want to steer just a little bit to not only include that, but let's just, let's just call it redraft too. Do you find yourself or and both of you maybe going after a guy like Jefferson or Chanel in a, in a redraft setting because of what you believe this year to be over a guy like say Judy, just because it feels like there's a lot more mouths there to feed me. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's more opportunity there, so it makes more sense to me. And it still feels like I don't have to pay as much for those guys because we have a lot of dynasty minds drafting right now. Do you guys kind of see it again? We're just talking about mocks, but even Mm -hmm. in redraft, like your home league redraft, it feels, it feels a little bit like that, that sometimes to me. Like, yeah. why did that guy just get taken? I'm not playing Dynasty right now. This right. is this is this year only. I don't have any any qualm with this person after this year. Um, so again, that that might be one of those interesting things to look at. Maybe we can compare afterwards of just you know veterans versus rookies and where they went and why why we don't believe that'll happen. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who I could imagine getting like realistically outside of Mox, like in seventh through tenth round maybe um and this scoring such a bitch too like i'm I'm really sure. considering <laughs> and and i don't know how this is going to pan out so i'm really considering just taking two quarterbacks in that top yep. six which isn't the normal for me and then at that point i mean there if the right wide receiver is there i could see squeezing him into my lineup mm-hmm. um because i i want my team to make a little bit of a step forward from last year. And um, I don't even think I was close, but we'll say with being as close as I was, it obviously wasn't close enough. And I think my biggest inefficiencies were at wide receiver and tight end. So mm-hmm. I, I, I might address tight end a little bit earlier this year too, with the scoring in that. But um, yeah, the wide receivers, I'm, I'm trying to imagine who would be there. I could imagine me being the guy to take Justin Jefferson though. Yeah, I don't. Again, uh, we kind of like walking right into that, and I know your feel uh, feelings on feeling. That's weird to say the backwards way, um, <laughs> but uh, you know. So if you believe that Jefferson kind of steps up, and it sounds at this point like they're going to work Jefferson a lot more out of the slot and push Thielen back outside, or at least that's the initial initial. Um, I can't even say camp camp speak, right? Just coach yeah. coach speak from not having players in, which. Whatever, take that for the grain of salt you want. But the fact that they're mentioning that, you know what I mean? And before we were talking about, well, last year Jefferson only ran like, you know, not not even 10% um, from not inside the slot. But Thielen excels there. So, yeah, if you're going to put Jefferson there, then you know you could see 
Uh, Jefferson, 120 targets. That's not that's not crazy to me. Like even even with that pass volume, we've talked a few times, Swags, about how we believe Minnesota and Kirk Cousins will probably have to throw more, even if they don't want to. And Stefanski moving on over to Cleveland, you know what I mean? It's not not exactly the same mindset of having to run it 300 times with Dalvin, who's not even under contract yet. But so your starting point was Jarvis, and I I could see that one if if you feel like he's going to be healthy. Um, super underappreciated wide receiver. I mean, even by myself, honestly, like uh, I'll raise my hand to drink. You've always been about him with um, kudos to you, but I've definitely kind of always thrown a little bit of shade that way. But I think as long as he's on that team, I think the team made some moves to try to get better. I think that Jarvis is going to be a bargain. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Mr. Browns. Let me, let me see where you're at. Oh my God, Mr. <laughs> Browns, stop it. <laughs> oh, well, you, you at doing. least live there. So, uh, you, you how, you, how do you feel about Jarvis? I'm at the opposite end of the state, man. I don't know what kind of geography they teach down in Florida. So that's so. how far away I am. You're way closer than me. <laughs> Flags is a Browns fan too, just by that association of geography. He's probably <laughs> closer. So, but but, but anyway, um, I mean, I, that's kind of. I'm looking to target underappreciated guys. Is kind of been what I've been thinking about this year. You know, like if I can pick up. A healthy stable of running backs and and keep an eye out for under underappreciated folks that'd be great and you know Jarvis is one of them but you know I I think and again obviously like it's a mock so you know that's not what's gonna happen but like I, I'm in the the seventh round and and like Brandon Cooks is still there um, and uh, you know some people are hyped on him some people aren't but you know like Tyler Boyd and AJ Green are still hanging out. Um, who, uh, there's a name that I was grasping Jameson at Crowder. before. Yeah, Crowder is still in there. That's who you were going to say. I love that you mentioned him. It's actually, it's, <laughs> it's not who I was going to say, but uh, but I picked him up in another league just because, um, in a startup this year, because I, I saw him hanging out uh, kind of late, and I was like, I mean, this is good value where we're going. Um, so why why not? He's he's going to get looks. they got to yeah. throw it to somebody. So, Maybe Marvin um, Jones. Okay. So let's Marvin Jones. That's the name I'm looking for. Jesus. (laughs) Sure. Sure. That was my idea, dude. I gave you Jarvis or I gave you Crowder. (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) But Jones is somebody I own in a lot of places anyway. Like, nope. You you can laugh all you want. What happened, Mike? (laughs) 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 All right. So um, go ahead. Or even take a gamble on somebody like, um, you know, like James Washington or Slayton, like, you know, showing up again. Okay. All right, let's back up. Couple, couple guys there. We could take a couple routes here. Mm-hmm. So kind of coming back to how I, I had it there, um, Jarvis Landry or Justin Jefferson then in this redraft setting? Oh, boy. Because there's your vet versus your rookie, right? Yeah. I'm I always take Justin Jefferson. I always kind of lean towards proven talent. And so I would go with Landry. It's it's just that injury, you know. We don't have time right. to wait on Landry if it, maybe he's healthy, you know what I mean, and recovered by early on. But does that mean he's in football shape? Does that mean he's learned enough of the new offense? Uh, I, I don't think it takes him a long time to do that. But I just there might be some growing pains early. And does again does the Vikings have to throw? You know what I mean? And Jefferson get that total? That's a really tough one. I'm gonna go to the Jets because you guys brought it up, and we're gonna do this. <laughs> we're gonna do the same thing, but on the same team there. 
Um, Jameson Crowder, y'all brought up, that is the slot guy in a Gase offense. That's that's why I like that piece. I think he is very sneaky even in this format. It's just the up and down games you have to deal with because he had a lot of wide receiver two weeks last year, and then he had a lot of like wide receiver, like I don't know, 18. That's not even how deep it goes, but it was really bad. Jamison Crowder or Denzel Mims? Because I wonder even in this, in Scott Fishbowl setting or redraft, do we get people to jump after the hotness that is Mims since they went and drafted him uh, while we continue to see Crowder outplay him? Um, yeah. I said it. So, you're, are, I mean, in, in short, is the question Mims or Crowder for Scott Fishbowl? Sure. And even just regular redraft, too. But yeah, I'll, I'll take, stay I'll Scott take Crowder. Okay. For redraft purposes. I, I like Mims a lot, though, for does, future does, talent. Does Perryman beat out Mims in year one, who they also <sighs> brought in to kind of replace the Robbie role, right? Or maybe that's Mims, but they brought Perryman, too. So now do we get – it's gross. We're talking about the Jets. We used to use the dropper of not even being able to say these names. We talk about the Jets, but right? – <laughs> I think all three of those players are probably going at a value if you believe in the right one to hit. But again, let's play rookie versus vet there. I guess I'll go to you third, Mike. Yeah, I mean, I I always tend to lean vet, especially in if it's redraft, right? Um, it, you just you've seen it before. You've you've seen them in the offense, or at least uh, you know on the field. And I just I I trust it more. Um. Sometimes it takes a, a rookie receiver a couple times. He, hit, he hit once sure. in an offense that was throwing from behind all the time. Yeah. You're talking about Perriman? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. Right, but he steps again, but it's a completely different team and different role. But, he, he, you know, they the Jets got rid of Robbie, let him walk, and then bring in Perriman. So I kind of feel like those two players are close enough to me, you know what I mean, and what they do and how they will be utilized. So I'm fine with Perriman uh, kind of taking that role. I just wonder if that role is 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 split between him and Mims. And Crowder Crowder's role is unchanged. Those people aren't going to affect where he is at on the field. Yeah, I, I agree with that part. As far as Crowder goes, I'm I'm just uh, and I get your point on Crowder and Robbie Anderson moving on and um or, or Pierman and Anderson moving on. But I, I'm not interested in Pierman. I mean, man, so with that said, we'll, we'll switch teams. And if you need to go back to the Jets, I'm fine. But, I mean, nope. you, you remind me <laughs> of somebody else I think is an amazing value, and that's Curtis Samuel. I remind mm. you of Curtis Samuel? Thanks. Because of Robbie so Anderson. <laughs> no, no, I got you. All right, so, yeah, I'm definitely down to talk Panthers. And we've we've mentioned Panthers a little bit. Just the, the intrigue that is week 13 um, and having that late bye, too, and not having to deal with that during the quote-unquote regular season of this big tournament. Um, but even in, in other leagues, not having to deal with that until, you know, basically the week before playoffs. <sighs> we believe Carolina's defense to be one of the worst in the league to the point where they spent every single draft pick they have on defense. So it will be very young. Um, Captain Checkdown and Tay himself, maybe you think that's better for Curtis Samuel, where he's allowed to play some of that underneath stuff and isn't asked to run the nine route. That's why they brought Robbie in now, right? So now Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore can play with the underneath stuff. Is that is that kind of where you're going? And he's still probably going to be drafted at, uh, clearly after DJ Moore. But I bet he's still right. taken after Robbie Anderson at this point, right? Yeah, and and I'd, I'd prefer close. I'd prefer Curtis Samuel at that point. Is is there enough 
volume to go around split between DJ Moore and you obviously have to include McCaffrey and then maybe it's Robbie or Curtis Samuel, however you want to think about it. And we have the emerging Ian Thomas that we all want to take the next leap since Greg Olson isn't there. Is there enough volume to go around for Curtis Samuel to, yes, he's at a value in the draft, but mm-hmm. does it, is it going to matter enough for what you get back from it? Even if it's a great deal on draft day, do you believe, you know, do you believe there to be enough there for, for him to matter? To, to matter to get into your uh, team on a maybe we're, not we're starting three basis. wide receivers that's the only thing that right. puts any value into wide receivers in this scoring for me he um, still feels like a bye week fill-in because he doesn't have the bye week to deal with in the first 13 12 weeks yeah i, I would have point. him as my third or fourth wide receiver i, I build a lot different than you and I, i'm not that's saying he, he will be my third or fourth wide receiver but um but I, I can see that, dude. I, I don't hate it yeah. at all. I think, I mean, they okay. didn't do much to put anything behind McCaffrey. I could see Samuel right. getting some work out of the backfield, whether it's in the passing game or some rushing Which we've downs. Wanted. We've wanted that for so long, so long. I think I even initially had him listed as running back when doing rookie, you know, rookie scouting and stuff like that because he, he did that more so, you know, at Ohio State than wide receiver. At least it felt that way. And that was always the thing is, when whatever team drafted him, what were they going to draft him as? You know what I mean? And they, they drafted him as wide receiver, not running back when they did it. Uh, yes, it was the round after McCaffrey, but it, still, you, you know, they could have designated him whatever at that point. Yeah. I, I hope there's enough to go around, and I would love to see him stay closer to the line of scrimmage and, and get the ball in his hands and let him move that way because of his skill set and and defenses having to worry about DJ Moore and McCaffrey and, and other pieces there that you know other people like more so than I guess all mm-hmm. of us do it sounds like but uh I'm I'm just worried there's not going to be enough consistently to go around for me to like it no I hear well, you so like a less consistent even Marquise Brown you know what I mean like there there'll uh. be some highs there'll be some highs <laughs> but I think there's way more consistent lows than there are the highs like it's gonna be hard to pick that game to me so it was and, hard to pick Marquise Brown last year dude and Marquise Brown or Curtis Samuel no like, you know what I game. mean the more I think about it I don't hate your comparison there but the the um price difference is going to be so huge 100 percent so, so yeah, I but mean, I, I, I think I'm willing to pay for it. I mean, obviously, you know, I like Marquise Brown, but I feel like I'm willing to pay for it on a guy that should be the wide receiver one on his team. Maybe that falls behind Andrews in the pecking order there, but at least has a chance to be the one on the team. And I just, I don't see how that happens for Samuel. Now you can play pass volume enough where maybe the numbers, you know, get a little closer. You know what I mean? I, I'm I'm okay here in that side of the argument where the Ravens just don't throw nearly as much as the Panthers do because of defense and just offensive scheme in general. But that's um, it's a slippery slope there to me. Cost cost you know value cost whatever you know doing it draft capital wise. I, I gotcha. I hear and you. and you're higher on Marquise Brown at this point than me. I mean in that yes area there. I mean man, like I wonder what kind of values we'll be able to get on digs or. Even gross ass John Brown, um, Cooper Cup, Keenan Allen, like some of those players that are kind of hated on in the dynasty community currently, or shit, dude. Like, and I know this goes outside my strategy. I mentioned at the beginning of the show, like if if Do we're basing it. it on Scott Fishbowl, but Julio Jones, if I can get him in the fourth, hello, like there goes yeah. my strategy out the door because that's that's 
I don't think that crazy because of our dynasty minds that are in this particular league. And so, so let's, let's, uh, anybody still listening, like you can take all of what we're talking about here as just some value guys. You don't necessarily need to base it around Scott fishbowl or anything, but maybe we keep going on a few value guys here, you know, okay. and, um, at, at maybe other positions as well in guys that not even necessarily redraft, but in, in your dynasty leagues as well, maybe some guys that you could be interested in on the Seasonal cheap league. to help your, yeah. your team compete this year. Um, but yeah, and the, I'm just and and for me, it's just trying to know my strategy, you know. And like to drink, Mike, the the strategies you're going to be looking into, um, to drink. I've heard more of yours, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go to you. But the strategy you're going to be looking for is you're going to be looking for values on running backs, probably. It it really depends on how how I decide to go at 101 and what is at the two three turn. Um, yeah, if I go running back at 101, then yes, I'm punting uh, running back two and on is probably not the right term to use. But yes, finding value will probably be how I approach that. It's just it's just how I play redraft dynasty. It doesn't matter if I have one real running back I can trust. I will find a way to figure out RB2 and, and generally fill with flexes. This format tends to go running back a little bit more. Um I wouldn't be surprised if I double tap running back at two, three turn if I went Mahomes at one to one. You know what I mean? With what what falls to me there. So I, I hear you, but I mean, do you have some? Do you have some of those running back uh, quote unquote values? Maybe you're looking for in a in a redraft or even crazy, you know, big tournament kind of style plays. Um, for running backs, sure. For me, I mean, um, somebody that I know you're into right now. I think Le'Veon Bell, um, guys like that, guys. Um, man, I'm trying to think of more like tight ends, <laughs> maybe like Mike Gusecki. Yep. You're forgetting about everybody's favorite running back. Who's James that? James White. <laughs> um, man. Mike, so, you always do that, but I don't hate it as much. This I year, don't. To be honest. No, not I, at all. I do. I hate it just as much, but I, I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> like, I, I don't mind like the idea of Rex Burkhead. All right, so let me, let me do this. I'm looking at, again, take this for grain of salt. It is a mock, but I just wanted to find some some running backs in some interesting areas. Yeah. And, then, and then Mike brought up James White. So James White at 808 or Sony at 812. That's oh, wow. what happened in this. That's that's interesting, isn't it? I, I, I'll i be honest. I took Sony at 812, but James White was already off the board. Yeah, I mean, I'm taking Sony there. Guaranteed touches and the... Point, you know, 253 that, touches last down. year. So, and and I'm, I guess I'll throw it to third Mike because he has definitely been the James White truther. I, I'm going to say <laughs> to a fault since I've known him, but <laughs> it, it's, it's tended to work out for him. Yeah. Um, I guess it all depends on how you feel this offense runs, whether you believe in Stidham or not, or or just yeah, just how the offense looks this year. Um, I don't know that James White at 808 and in front of Sony is a value. I think you probably do. So it, the touches there, the the easy dump offs from Stidham. Like, do you think that happens even more so? Because you can't you can't expect this offense to run like it did with Brady, right? We all agree with that. That's not questionable. So this team you... looks to play defense and just and and make it easy on Stidham or the you know old man Hoyer and, and make those easy throws. 
<laughs> Old man Hoyer. Sell, sell me on James White, third Mike. You're the one guy I think that can do it. <laughs> Just when I think when I think about the Patriots, right? Um, it, I understand like Brady. All right, let's let's just take that out of the equation for a second. Do you think do you think Bill Belichick's going to change anything about trying to find the best way to attack each team on offense and defense? Like that's been his game plan since the jump off. Like do you do you see that really changing at all? How good is Stenham early on to the point where uh, again, a tank is the is the wrong word. Yeah. But <laughs> does does it matter this year to mm-hmm. Belichick? I think Belichick's okay with eating a year knowing that he's going in with Stidham yeah. if it means he can pick early enough next year. Uh, but that's hard to me because that defense is so solid still, and the AFC East is, is still a joke as much as I want it to be better. <laughs> they will be better, but I don't know if any one of them are really outside of Buffalo, to be honest. I don't think anybody else is really ready to step up there. So it's it's a fine line that's maybe that's why it's even more questionable this year than it has been before and and safety and sony don't really go together but like swag said the 250 touches you know i mean that's that's the point i'm gonna play there especially if i have to take them both in the eighth round you know what i mean or or close enough to each other sure and and i guess my my idea though with, with james white is first i think i would be surprised if he didn't fall a little bit further um, but, uh, I've always kind of thought of, of him as like, a, a great flex option for like us, for like your, your standard, you know, like Yahoo league or whatever, uh, roster mm-hmm. that you're looking at. So here he'd, he'd be like a starting line option for sure. Right. Cause it's so much deeper. Um, but whether like if the team is, is you know, like sucking really bad. Right. And they're, they're getting like blown out in a game. Um, then chances are you're going to have White in there um, trying to pick up points or, or trying to move the chains or whatever. I, I agree with you. I think Bill's the kind of guy who uh, doesn't care to, like, poop on a year, right? Like, it's not going to destroy his legacy <laughs> there. Um, but um, but I also, like, you know, I don't think he's the kind of person who just, like, tanks either, um, to your point. So, you know, so if they're trash, like, then they use them. And if they're not trash, right? Um, then, then like, they're still gonna, they're still gonna be like handing off to Sony. I get that. Um, but they're also gonna, you know, they're still gonna have their normal format when they're not playing like garbage in behind. But, but that O-line fell apart and then it got a little bit better and you could see Sony show Mm -hmm. a little bit better as well at the end of the season. Mm -hmm. He made it through 253 touches. They just weren't that productive. I mean, there were spurts. You can watch like the injuries to the O-line and when he started to regress a little bit and, and, and honestly, I think the biggest knock people have on Sony is he can't stay healthy and they, they don't even want to look at the healthy season he had last year. And sure. then this injury comes up, gives him that little bit of value dump off and people hate him more now. I don't know. I, I think that they're, they're both great values. I am not 100% sold on... I, I mean, for me, I think part of what was going on last year with the Patriots was you have to put whoever's on the field that Tom Brady trusts Mm -hmm. and Tom Brady's not there anymore. So, but then you get away from the backfield a little bit. And after Nikhil Harry, like talk about some more values, maybe Um, Julian Edelman. I don't know if he's going to be a value because of how high he'll go, but then you have Muhammad Sanu. They, they have uh, what's his name? Jacoby Myers, 
who showed a couple flashes last year. And then I'm going to take this flash of speed that they added in Marquise Lee and, and maybe he does something. And then I'm going to take that speed and I'm going to go over to the Eagles and talk about Deshaun Jackson and the value that he could be in this. I like the, I like the Jackson one. I don't want to trust Stidham throwing to anybody maybe outside of James White, but I, I hear you. I like going to the Eagles because that's another one where uh, it, it sounds like Rager is going to learn Deshaun Jackson role behind him. Or at least that's the coach speak right now. Ooh, I love that. So if that's the case, we should not be drafting Rager in front of Deshaun Jackson in a redraft or some, you know what I mean? Like a, a, a charity, you know, redraft seasonal league, right? Like we, we saw DJX for basically one game last year, light it up when that's what he wanted to do. But if Rager is going to learn behind DJX, don't draft him before him. Right. That's again, that's our rookie rookie net conversation there. So I Philly's another one like Alshon I guess is still on that team because they gotta pay him a ton if he's healthy. You know, maybe we end up with the same thing and, and those guys aren't healthy and Rager has to step up even if we coaching staff doesn't feel like he's ready, but they drafted him where they did for a reason. They need those pieces. Uh looking here, I just I'm gonna jump back to your running back kind of value plan. And again, I'm just looking at this mock. It's an interesting one since we brought up Brady. Let's go to Tampa because that's where everything always ends up. Um, Keyshawn Vaughn went at ten oh six in my draft. Ronald Jones goes eleven oh four. It seems like one of those ones, and I've seen that in a few mocks where it's like as soon as one guy goes, the other guy's going within a half a round or so. Uh, not necessarily to the same team, but rookie vet, new quarterback coming in, swags. Even at the same price, just for this year, Ronald Jones or Keyshawn Vaughn. Um, I'll take I'll take uh, Ronald Jones. Third Mike. Same, oh, same, same cost, right? I'm <laughs> not going to give you yeah. Ronald Jones. Usually goes a little bit later. It feels like, but for same cost right now because it's close. Yeah, man, that's gross. Um, I guess I'd I guess I'd go with Vaughn, but I don't feel good about it. Do you want to bet Ronald Jones versus your James White? Um, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> James White was like two rounds earlier in this one. But uh, I will also take Ronald Jones. Uh, it, it cheats to say because of opportunity or because of cost in the draft because that might not be the same. But even if they're close to each other and it feels like it's the right spot, I, I'll take Jones over Vaughn if they're both staring at me. Let's go to the Raiders. Who likes the Raiders? I'm just kidding. So okay, no, that, that, and that's how I want to start this. You hate Hunter Renfro. So who's the wide receiver to own in 2020 for for your 2020 points? Darren Waller. Um, I know he's a tight end. I know he's a tight end, <laughs> but I, I tweeted. I don't. I don't want any of the rest of them. No, you. I, you I have to. God, probably rugs, just because of what I believe the upside to be there. Um, I think Terrell Williams gets shit on, and you don't want to start him, but I think he's going to be a thorn in your side. Um, I thought that last year, though, and it didn't really happen. Right, because he was the guy, the only the only guy. They went into that season with Terrell Williams trying to be their wide receiver, too. Yeah. And and I'm not going to say A.B. went crazy because he was already crazy, but we just found huh. it out more at that point. They so, had big hopes for Antonio Brown. Yeah, well, and I think Terrell the Gazelle is a solid number two when he's getting two coverage. 
I wonder how that rotates around this year. I, I don't know that he gets the respect from the defense when you have a burner like Ruggs. Um, sure Somebody Renfro, in the whatever, slot, like Ed, Hunter Edward Renfro. Something. Yeah, that's that's fine. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you I mean, Renfro and Chenault the same player, yet you wouldn't do that deal for me. So you you like and I'm always going to never called Chenault, them the same player. When we had Russ on doing the doctor trade or whatever, that was the piece that you pivoted to. And you were both like, Russ was like, I mean, those are the same players, so it doesn't really matter. And you're like, yeah, kind of. And But we never, we, I couldn't get Chenault from you at that point. I don't think that's the same deal. Um, yeah, I don't want to buy, I don't want to buy in a Hunter Renfro. I, I love the completion percentage that Derek Carr gives us. So that should lead me to that slot, right? Like that's make those easy throws. Um, Raiders offense in general feels too all over the board for me to sink a lot of draft capital into for my own team. If you make me take one, it's rugs. Obviously, I feel so much better about it in like a best ball format where I don't have to pick it. I've grabbed rugs a few times in, in uh, like eliminators I've done just because I'll, I'll love to see those upside games. You know what I mean? If I'm still playing. Um, he's not Mr. Browns, but let me ask. Let's ask the Raiders fan. Then. That's third Mike, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I know. I know. I, I'm aware. So, I mean, I don't hate Renfro. I and if I can step back I for one, him. if I can step back for one second, like I think the situation with all the wide receivers is uh, better for Carr than any anything else. Like with bringing in right. rugs and having people that he kind of relies on now. Like it's like a really, really, really destitute poor man's version of like of like Arizona options right now. And I, I am not comparing anybody by any means, uh, to you just nuke. called Hunter Renfro nuke. That's what I, I'm not calling anybody nuke. Oh, but man, you know, there's, there's a lot of, of grossness, but there's like the a, Texans though, but there's like, a, a, <laughs> there's like a lot. See, that's, it's the same thing. There's just a lot of dudes, uh, in those spots. And you're wondering past one guy, like who it goes to in Arizona, um, and in, and in, uh, Texas. And, you know, like, I, I would like Ruggs. Um, like, he's exciting. I don't think Williams is, like, the answer. Um, Definitely not. But I also wonder, you know, how much Ruggs are you really going to see this year? I mean, I think why, they'll why have to put him on Ruggs? the field right away. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't you no, want I mean, like, Ruggs? Like, you'll see him, but, like, how productive is he going to be this year? What coverage is he going to get? How's he going to adapt yeah. if, if they don't, you know, if they don't think that Tyrell Williams is the bee's knees uh, and they need to cover him, then they're going to be covering rugs like crazy. Um, and, yeah, I just, I, I like I like, I like that rugs is connected <laughs> to Derek Carr at this yeah. point because, Again, everybody wants to point out rugs is super fast and just throw the big nine right up and Derek God, Carr doesn't do that. Pick. Yeah. No, like, but don't don't utilize rugs that way. Look at him in yeah. Alabama and and let Derek Carr make that seventy percent completion rate with the checkdowns and the underneath and wide receiver screens and to bubble Hunter screens Renfro. and and slants to rugs and let his speed <laughs> do the work. They brought in rugs in the first round for a reason. Call it a Raiders pick or not. It is though. clearly <laughs> their options from last year were not what they want this team to do, and they didn't draft one wide receiver. They didn't draft two wide receivers to be honest, because Bowden's as much a receiver as he is running back, even though that's what they designated him as. And I used yeah. that against Curtis Samuel earlier, so don't listen to that part when I'm making this part of my conversation piece. You're welcome. <laughs> but so you don't think they use rugs to stretch the field? Sure. I mean, you definitely can can do that because of speed, and you you have to respect that 
as a DB and as the safety on that side. I'm not saying we won't see that, but that's not where Derek Carr excels at. So sure. why not why not throw slants and underneath stuff to the guy with four two speed and let him do the work afterwards for you? Not clearly Gruden doesn't like Carr, right? We've heard so much <laughs> stuff about them trying to bring a quarterback in before. Then they brought Mariota. Lots of people in dynasty community, ourselves included, have talked about Mariota. And if you draft Carr, you might as well take Mariota with your last pick just to be safe. So clearly there's something there, but make it easier for the guy to do it. Mariota ain't the long bomb guy either, so it's not like they're going to implement all these you know, deep posts and deep out and stuff like that. So make it easier for whatever quarterback you want to be there. So, who, so the who has the most points in, in 2020? There? For, we'll use not Scott named, Fishbowl scoring for this, yeah. Not, not named Waller? Ooh, Scott, yeah. I'm no, so Waller doesn't even count. He, I know, I said Waller doesn't <laughs> count. That's what I said. He, I don't I'll even know Russ. why you're talking about him. Because that's the name that's going to matter there on a consistent basis and still has top five tight end finish in him easily. But wide receiver-wise, give me rugs, and I, don't you dare take Hunter Renfro and put it on the board. <laughs> um. Well, I'll take uh, I'll take I'll take Renfro for the first four games. Is that is okay. that worth a bet? Sure, sure. I'll I'll uh, I'll, I'll come to your level there. <laughs> you, you don't you don't want to do it for all of them you want to you want to take the, the first month of the game from a from a, a rookie that's not going to get to practice that just busts his leg up helping somebody move and he's still going to outscore your guy yep <laughs> yep that's what i want to do all right Mike, when does braylon edwards board? start i don't know he probably outscores hunter renfro too <laughs> i told you i, hate hunter renfro, I know you do <laughs> that's true no, seriously though, rugs at twelve oh one in this mock. Um, Marvin Jones twelve oh four. Jameson Crowder eleven eleven. Just to bring it to some guys we talked about. So Crowder, Rugs, Marvin Jones, all within a handful of picks here in this mock. I'll take uh, Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones went the latest out of this group. Why does Marvin Jones continue to get shit on? I have no idea. Everybody shits on Detroit. We got yeah. one. So easy. It's we, just absurd. I mean, are we going to get 100 targets? We got 92 last year out of him with Blau and Driscoll playing a large portion. And he didn't play a whole season. And no. he did not play a whole season. So well, he had, let's see, in 18, yeah, 2018, he was hurt, only had 62. Last year, had 92 targets. Uh, was 17 the first year? In Detroit, or was that his last year in San? I think that was the first year. 107 targets that year. So either way, maybe 100 targets guaranteed doesn't sound right because he hasn't done it in the last two years. But I, I will play that number for sure. And the touchdown upside of him again being the wide receiver two on that team. Um, yeah, give me some Marvin Jones, but that's an interesting group there. He's definitely safer than Rugs. The Crowder one, um, I think, could be close. I think it would be close. I'm, I'm surprised Crowder, Crowder at the end of the 11th. And honestly, I think Jones at 12 might still be earlier than we see. Jets are Especially like one of the only teams rates. that get shit on more than the Lions, though. So just take a bunch of players that other people shit on as late as possible. Load up early. <laughs> and know you got <laughs> shitty players to put on the team at the end. Michael Pittman or Paris Campbell? Campbell. Mm. This year, right? This yep, year? yep, yep. We're still talking this year. Yeah, we're... I'm going to go uh, Dynasty, too. It doesn't matter now. Oh, Dynasty 2. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. 
Yeah, I would I, have to I, split I don't it. Have to do that, you know? Like I don't have to. I think, <laughs> well, no, I mean, like for, for our perceived value conversation. Okay, to sure, always go sure, back to that, sure, right? sure. I definitely don't have to do that. I can probably trade Pittman for Campbell, mm -hmm. plus maybe even a, a future second or definitely a third. I would say, mm -hmm. but yeah, I, I'll take Campbell. I think the upside of Campbell and what he does for that offense. Um, he has to stay healthy, of course, which he didn't do last year. So give me Campbell Mike, both ways. Michael Pittman or Anthony Miller? Uh, third Mike should answer. Uh, I'm going to go with Pittman just because of the QB situation. I'm excited <sighs> about Easton too, dude. <laughs> <laughs> not not P River himself, huh? The stinky P River. Oh, man, that one's tough, I think. Uh, I think we saw what Miller could do, what, two years ago when he had the eight touchdowns with a separated shoulder for most of the year. Mm -hmm. um, and we haven't even mentioned Hilton. I mean, Hilton's still on that team. The Colts, you know, so. Right, no, for sure. Uh, who is the wide receiver three in Chicago? We know A-Rob's one. I'm going to put Miller at two. Is there a Is three? that Riley Ridley or? I'm going to call it Tariq Cohen or one of the 17,000 tight ends they have, right? There's not another, there's not really a third wide receiver there. So, um, uh, both teams are going to play great defense. I think both teams want to run the ball more than, than fantasy wise. We want, we want them to, right? We want the it's passing Patterson, options to have a little dude. bit more. It's Patterson. It's gross. Stop and it. Ted Ginn. Yeah. Ted Ginn. Well, they got, Ted Ginn. There it is. Yeah. So I was like, going to say they got rid of Anthony Miller up, I feel like. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm gonna go Miller for this year. I think I think that's close. I think I'm gonna get a lot of hate for that one because there are some Pittman stands. I but, see you, JD. But, but I see man, you like district. another year in that offense, he went from I think no, don't quote me anybody on this. Uh, Two drink just told him. you about the touchdowns, but I think he had 400 yards his rookie year, up to, to mid 600 his second year. I don't think 800 is out of the question. Definitely not. And I mean, if you add a few touchdowns to that, I mean. I mean, we're 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 not like trying to sell anybody wide receiver ones here, cheap guys that we are think are gonna excel to that that extent. But I I, I kind of like it. I kind of for want Anthony Miller. Four hundred twenty-three yards, seven touchdowns as a rookie on only thirty-three receptions last year. He got the fifty-two receptions. Yardage goes up to six fifty-six. I was pretty close. Some, you can quote me, guys. Only, you can quote me some, from now on. I said quote him. <laughs> uh, somehow only pulled out two touchdowns last year, though. So that number, like, even if it doesn't go back to seven, can we get it to five or six? And do we get to eight hundred yards? Um, currently sitting in the twelfth round of this mock, and he has not been drafted yet. So is Anthony Miller a guy that could be your, you know, that? that flex wide receiver three, four, five for your team. You know what I mean? And something like this where you got to start three and I don't have to take them until the teens. Yeah. Maybe that's somebody you look for late and some of your later redrafts or, you know, that kind of thing. Anthony Miller or Curtis Samuel. Um, I'm going to go Miller. That one feels weird. A little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. That one feels a little weird, but I think, man, you think yeah, there's more, you think there's more opportunities there for Miller, right? It feels like it, but all right. So last year in 2019, Samuel had 54 receptions, 627 yards, and six touchdowns. Um, I don't. Know. All right, you switched me. I think I'm gonna go Samuel over Miller, but those guys are kind of in that same range. Uh, he is also not picked in this draft, so can you can you stack a couple of guys like Anthony Miller and Curtis Samuel late? And, and figure out why just you're a 3-4 on a given week. That's an interesting one. 
maybe maybe get a, a stud wide receiver or two and then and then you know fill up elsewhere knowing that those kind of guys and Marvin Jones and even a rugs damn sure no Hunter Renford ain't fucking picked yet so uh, look for those kind of guys late and just shore up, you know, grab two, three, four of them and know you're okay. I was starting to wonder where the 3,200 yards came from that Mitch threw last year. And it starts with Allen Robinson with 1,147 and then skips to Anthony Miller with that 656 you noted. And then it goes to Cohen. Then it goes to Cohen with 456. And then after that, it's Taylor Gabriel. So they still want to they still want to run the ball they still want to play defense but there is clear opportunity for a wide receiver two on the Bears to emerge and kind of take that next step where maybe the Panthers you know have at least brought in enough guys that that's going to be tougher for Samuel to do you know it can be go both ways I don't like it but but all yeah. these guys are some decent values I think we're and to look for again like in, in rounds at the end of 11 some of these guys aren't picked yet you know will be in the teens of some of these drafts you're looking at you have your mock um, in front of you draft yeah where did bell go um talk no. for a minute and then we'll I'll find it yeah i know we're talking about a different position but i mean we've had a little bit of back and forth on bell i i like bell in a ppr format um especially in a redraft situation i'm i'm guessing he's being a little slept on though i don't know but 408 in mine. Ooh, that's a little earlier than I I I I like to be honest with you. Yeah, well, I would he, say that's not slip on at all. He went before some people that I definitely raised an eyebrow. Like he went before Jonathan Taylor. Are you in mine too? Because he went at 408 in mine. Weird. I don't see your name, bro. I don't. I don't, I don't see yours either. Levell went in front of Todd Gurley 410. I'm gonna take Todd. Oh Are you yeah, dose? all day. Are you Dos Equis? That's two beers. <laughs> No, it's two X's. Wrong. You're, look, you're looking at my burner, man. You better get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> two drinks has three teams in that mod. <laughs> look, I would not doubt it. <laughs> right? Don't you worry about what I do. That's how I come up with a good team. They trade with each other, and then I come up with a mod team. And my shitty teams get first round, you know, early first picks, and then I trade them to the good team. You got to have look, those farm teams. Look, y'all figure out how to win <laughs> yeah. eventually. Y'all just haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> good, good to have a farm team in your league. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody two needs a farm team. Absolutely. Two drinks, great. That Dos Equis team sucks. <laughs> right? <laughs> Look at all these random trades they made. That doesn't make sense. Oh, man. Well, I'm not going to lie, guys. Um, Holy cow, that, time went by fast. Yeah. That almost hour went really fast. Holy so. cow. I didn't even notice till I, I, I could hear your voice where we were going, and then I looked at the time, and I was like, holy cow. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think we could have definitely kept talking because we just – we just hit on a bunch of guys. I don't know, interesting guys to take a look at and maybe feel like you can wait for in a draft coming up. Uh, but this, like every other two-minute break, uh, two, I just give it away. A fantasy football <laughs> breakdown can't can't finish without a two-minute breakdown. And and third Mike's been here in not a long time, so we we decided to be lazy, I guess. Maybe we just made third Mike do some work because he hasn't been here forever. Hey, maybe maybe I'll just volunteer because I'm a good guy. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, Maybe I think, like, I think yes, it's because we're lazy. We'll call it a bit of both. Questions and we're like, done. You got it. <laughs> a bit of both. A bit of both. Fantasy football exactly breakdown sure. prep consists of two-minute breakdown. Pretty much. <laughs> and we didn't even do that today. So, perfect. This worked out win-win for me and you, Swags. I'm here for uh, you. So, third Mike, why don't you tell people what you're doing? Because I don't know. 
Yeah, hey, we're going to do a two-minute breakdown. And uh, so if this is your first time listening, where the hell have you been? Slurpee straw. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, uh, and essentially what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask, uh, usually we ask one person, but I've got a six-pack for each of these fellas. So oh, I'm going to ask them snap. each six questions. I'm going to alternate back and forth. So, you know, prepare Oof, your brains. This is tough. Holy shit. No, like, no, you're telling this. us to prefer to prepare our brains, not the listeners, right? Because yeah, I'm gonna have you. to try to remember who I'm after each time. The good news is that I labeled <laughs> I labeled it, so I'll, I'll announce it really fast. I'm gonna ask the questions really well. They're gonna answer as best as they can and try to get it in not within well. within two minutes. So I'll, I'll ask the first question, and Sags will uh, Sags. <laughs> Yes. Sag zero. Sag zero. zero. I, I may not embrace that as quick, but Trader Joe, Trader Joe, buddy, Trader Joe. I need a sag zero G. If it's zero G, does it really sag? But exactly. Oh my god! It's the upside down swag. I never Good thought stuff. I never thought something was going to be funnier than Wags. All right, right. So, from seagulls <laughs> to Sag Zero. So anyway, uh, hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask to drink the first question. Uh, it's the longest question, so you're welcome. Uh, and uh, then we'll go ahead and start the sexy voice, and and he'll have two minutes. Cool beans. Done. All right. So to drink, uh, if you have to have one of these same team combos Jesus. on your fantasy team this year. And this year alone, which do you choose? A, Zeke and Lamb. B, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Hill. C, Dalvin Cook and Jefferson. Or D, Swift and Kenny G. Go. And now, your two-minute breakdown. Oh, I'm going to go Chiefs. Best offense. Gross. Chiefs. Now, All right. on to me. <laughs> Sounds good. That one came. That one came from a Twitter uh, handle, so I'll, I'll shout that out at the end. Swag. Uh, what toy do you feel is the most underrated toy? Um, Detroit. I want to answer the last question. <laughs> <laughs> to drink. Dynasty PPR rebuilding team Ingram or a twenty twenty first second. Sorry, a twenty twenty one second or Ingram. Slinky to answer Swag's question <laughs> and and Ingram. <laughs> Nice swag. Uh, who should we be? We uh, who should we be buying right now? We talked about a lot of these guys. Which one should we buy right now today? Oh, oh boy, that's so tough. Um, Mark Ingram. <laughs> man, I, you know uh, I'll say Chanel. Two drink and I are on that like Chanel path. It's making it's wreaking havoc it now, because I even I even traded one to him. And Sounds um, good. Yeah, Chanel. Two drink. Uh, what does so a copy many. report to the police? Oh shit! I don't know. A mugging. Swags. Oh. <laughs> How many touchdowns? They didn't come because the coffee was black. <laughs> How many? Wow. Damn. How many, How many touchdowns does Sir Nicholas Chubb score this season? Um, 11. Two drink. Most underrated toy. You told me a slinky. Swag. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> would, oh. you, would you rather have Miles Sanders or Josh Jacobs in Dynasty? Jacobs. Sanders. Nice. Um, two drink. Who should we be selling right now? Josh Jacobs. <laughs> swag what state has the most swag which state has the most streets um what california nope Jackson it's rhode Bay. island uh, <laughs> you say state that doesn't help rhode island uh to to drink give us your best metal scream ah. <laughs> oh my god that's pitiful swag your turn oh boy <laughs> i'm in an office and it's after one o'clock <laughs> i know <laughs> 
This is it. This is the last question. <laughs> I hope you're doing the dance. I hope you just stood up and you're, you're wiggling side to side. No, you're Mr. If Brownstone. If you're driving in your car, be careful. Don't do that. You're Mr. Brownstone. That's nice. your scream? That's your scream. <laughs> you're Mr. Brownstone. Mine won. Uh, mine, mine, as bad as it was, was still better than yours. You just yeah, said words. It did. It was terrible. <laughs> Actually, you said, oh, God. <laughs> I, I would probably distort my mic. Nice. I hope right. fix it on the edit. This is going to sound amazing. <laughs> hey, you know, you guys made it. So there you go. There's no way that timer didn't go off already. I feel like I didn't. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear the timer either. Oh, it's because I switched to the music. Wait, to mess it up. <laughs> well, you switched to the music before the timer, though. So All I heard was we won. So, yeah. winner. <laughs> it only took like 6,000 uh, days off for me to be able to answer or uh, ask questions better, I should say. Was it that but many days off? Them. I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> Listen up the next time Thermic's on when we ask him during two-minute breakdown how long it's been. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, I better start figuring it out. <laughs> right we'll see what's on um third mike i hate i hate the run but lunch date is over uh yeah, bro. please tell everybody where they can find you and let's try that again paid enough attention lately <laughs> tell everybody where they can find you third mike <laughs> I'm, I'm at the third mike everywhere except for <laughs> except for instagram where i'm literally at the third mike everywhere um Come find me. Uh, usually I do the giving league. I'm doing something a little bit different this year, so uh, be on the lookout. He's taken. You, you got a minute and 20. You can tell him a little bit about that. I'm at Swagzilla 0G. Boom. He's at FL 2 Drink Minimum. This is at FF underscore Breakdown. Listen to Mike. Third Mike, take us home. Yeah. Hey, so normally I do uh, the Giving League and we, we give back to uh, a bunch of different charities and <laughs> I've had like 64 people in it. Uh, I think at the most 48, 64, somewhere in between there. Anyway, we raised a lot of money for some good causes. And, and this year, um, instead of going through a fantasy football format, um, I'm actually going to do a, a 5K plus. So, and it's a walk or run. So whoever goes the longest, you can walk. I don't care. You go the longest. Uh, we'll donate half to uh, the domestic violence charity of your choice. Longest over how much time? Like, is that consecutive walking? Uh, consecutive walking. Yep. And then whoever goes the fastest, uh, in the for the 5k we'll donate the other half to their person so I'm looking to recruit a hundred people uh, so it's gonna be pretty it's gonna be pretty lit I got a, is there a, bunch a certain of people app online. or what no you can use any app and what you'll end up doing is uh, you know like screenshot your app and uh, submit it to me via Google form and I'll figure out who the winner is and send your trophy and send the donation off it's, Man, gonna be sick. it's too bad they didn't have something hooked up to their hand when they were stroking you on fantasy timeline last night. 